Nicholas Derage asks about Austrian economics and objectivism. First question is how compatible they are. And I'd say very compatible. I don't really see the problem there. Um, as far as just economics, I see like zero contradictions, not, no problem at all. Austrian economics basically means like the good economics, the true economics. It's like where the good ideas are. And I'm not aware of objectivism having any problem with it. There are some ideas um, that are a bit outside of economics proper that are more of an issue. So the next question is, is Austrian econ rooted in utilitarianism and does it have to be? So that's one of the issues. But I would say it's not rooted in it and it doesn't have to be. Like You can study economics without even thinking about utilitarianism. Like the logic of supply and demand and business cycles and whatever else, um, how inflation works. Those kinds of things do not depend on your view on utilitarianism. And those kinds of things are what are primary to Austrian economics. They want to understand um, money, credit, trade, etc., and how that stuff works. So anything else they say is like secondary and you could still take the economics without the other stuff basically. And for their other stuff, it's generally pretty good. Um, you know, it's not perfect, but it's more compatible with objectivism than most things. So Nicholas says, he sees a big overlap and he fails to see why they should not be compatible. And his understanding is Randon Mises thought so as well, except for praxeology that he doesn't know much about. So yes, I agree. Randon Mises liked each other. Um, they didn't see the incompatibility. I'm not sure where this idea of an incompatibility is coming from. Um, I am unaware of anyone I could, would consider a good objectivist who dislikes Austrian economics or Mises. I, I'm not aware of that being like a thing. I don't know why people think there's some big conflict. I know that a lot of um, Mises fans dislike Rand, um, but not vice versa, as far as I know. And I think the reason a lot of Mises fans don't like Rand is just a lot of people in general are not on board with objectivism. Like, I don't think it's anything special about Mises that makes them dislike Rand more than other people. Um, I think that they dislike Rand less than other groups do in general. But yeah, the other way around, I'm not, I haven't really run into objectivists who are like, Austrian econ sucks, it's wrong. Like, what, what are they going to advocate instead? Like, Chicago School, Keynes, Marx, like, what the hell? Like, I've certainly run into objectivists who um, are fans of, like, Hayek and Friedman. Um, and seemed to be unaware that Rand hated those people. Um, she called Hayek poison. There's various other things she said. Like, there, there are people who lump together Mises and Hayek, um, Rothbard and Friedman, and they don't really see the difference. Um, so I think those people are a bit ignorant and don't know what they're talking about. But um, those people are generally, you know, favorable to all of them. Like, I haven't seen someone say, here's why Hayek sucks, so I also hate Mises. Um, unless they just basically dislike capitalism in general. 
But from Objectivists, I haven't seen that. The Objectivists who mix up Mises and Hayek, they just like both of them and don't go into enough detail. If you're interested in the Hayek stuff, I've written about it. I'll put a link in the show notes. I'm also on this topic. There is a man named George Riesman who studied under Mises. I think he got his PhD under Mises. And he also personally studied under Rand. He used to be on the board of directors of the Ayn Rand Institute, and so was his wife, Edith. So was his wife, Edith Packer, who is deceased, unfortunately. Um, so Riesman frequently tells people, you know, the thing that will save the world is if you guys read the writings of Rand and Mises. And I agree with him. And so he's a, a synthesis of the two, and I think that's great. And I like his books. You can go to his website, capitalism.net, and you can find his book, Capitalism, A Treatise on Economics. Um, it's really, really good. And he also has a bunch of short Kindle books for like a dollar each. There's an interesting story with him. It's very unfortunate. Um, he was kicked out of the Ayn Rand Institute, kicked off the board, and basically excommunicated, and they won't promote his work or his books. Um, and his uh, series of conferences basically got shut down. And this was done by Peacock, Ben Swanger, and Schwartz over a conflict in which basically the ARI side um, refused to argue their case. They just condemned him and, and wouldn't give adequate reasoning publicly. Um, so they seem to be wrong, and they won't argue their point. So that happened in the 90s. That's an old issue, but it, it has lasting consequences. Like you, on the Harry Binswanger letter, um, Objectivist Forum, you cannot mention George Reisman. You will not be allowed to post that. It is censored. And because of this attitude, um, people find out he exists um, late or never. Um, it's harder to run into his work. Um, I probably would have read his books like five years earlier than I did if not for this extreme hostility to people, to objectivism, just even mentioning that he exists. I've spoken with him a little over email, and I found him uh, reasonable and helpful. And I've read um, some archived material about the old conflict, and I thought he was in the right. That's my best judgment. And he didn't even do much. It was so stupid and petty. Like, he questioned whether it was a good use of money to send Ben Swinger and Schwartz across the country to teach a small number of people for a few months and get paid a large amount of money. And he thought that there were already people living on that the other side of the country um, who knew enough to teach it and would do it more cheaply um, so they could get, like, a good enough um, course for a lot less money. So he suggested that. And... That's kind of what he got fucked for. Um, so that seems stupid. And also in line with all of this, um, I do not have a high opinion of ARI today or of Peacock or Ben Swinger or Schwartz. You can see my uh, blog post about why Ben Swinger banned me from his forum for disagreeing with him about Popper and some other things. And I have some uh, criticisms of Peacock. 
Um, a good place to find these actually is um, go to my blog and click on list all posts on the left sidebar after the recent posts and then search for Charles too. And if you look at my open letter to him, I link a lot of this stuff. Anyway, um, oh, also on the Binswanger form, you also cannot link to Mises.org. Um, you're just not allowed to link there. They're too evil or something. Um, and I do think there are things wrong with that site. Um, like there are strains of anti-Semitism and it, there are, it's a, the Mises Institute is more of a Rothbard Institute than an actual Mises Institute, um, which is somewhat similar and they like Mises and they know Mises stuff, but they also like Rothbard and Rothbard had some bad ideas that Mises did not have, um, including some anti-Semitism and some stuff about um, children being property and fetuses being trespassers who um, the mother has the right to abort. Uh, like, never mind the issue of whether it's a person, just the fetus is a trespasser and they won't leave so you can just kill them. Like, there's ridiculous, stupid ideas like that. Um, but those are not what they talk about most of the time. Most of the time they're just talking about like economics and current politics and it is generally pretty good and stuff that objectivists ought to mostly agree with and appreciate. And you cannot link to that site. But on the other hand, you can link to the New York Times, the Huffington Post, and to Nate Silver and various other evil things. And Ben Swinger will even link those evil things himself and read them. And he hates Mises.org, but he can read Nate Silver and get fooled by his bullshit predictions. Um, so there's something really wrong there. But even despite that, like, uh, that doesn't mean that Ben Swinger has a negative opinion of Austrian economics itself or of Mises and Mises' books. Um, I think he doesn't know enough about them as he should, because I got into an argument with him about a couple of details about Mises, and I think it was related to profit. Um, and, and I found he didn't know his stuff well enough. But it's not like he was saying Mises sucks or stop quoting Mises at me. I hate that guy. You know, the moment you mention Popper, he's like, that guy's a villain. Fuck off. But if you mentioned Mises, like he was more or less pretending to be on the side of Mises and agree with Mises. And uh, pretending is too harsh. Like he mostly is, um, just he doesn't have a full understanding of it. So even the guy who won't allow you to link Mises.org, I think, uh, sees Austrian economics as compatible with objectivism and generally good. Um, so as far as a couple other issues, uh, the epistemology of Mises is different than the objectivist one. Um, I haven't studied it a lot. It has some Popperian elements in it. and But regardless of what it is, you could just take the economics without the epistemology. Um, they talk about subjective value a lot. They use the word subjective. Um, I don't like it. I would just not use that word and phrase things in other ways. But I think it's basically a superficial problem, not a serious problem about how they think. Uh, Siri thought that I was talking to her for some reason. Okay, so another issue with Austrians and just economists in general is they neglect morality too much. Rand complained about this. Um, so some points about this are people act according to moral ideas and incentives more than economic incentives. Like they care more about what they think is moral than what they think is profitable. And they also care about like social and cultural factors, like how to be popular and um, how to 
be second-handed and please people more than economic incentives in general, um, in my opinion. So I think there's ways that economists like overrate how big a factor economic incentives are. And sometimes they're confused when people act contrary to economic incentives and then they're like, people are irrational. And it's like, okay, maybe they're irrational, but the issue here is that they value some other things more than an extra 20 bucks. Um, so there's some issues there, but there's there's no like huge issues. Um, I highly recommend Mises. I think he's great. And uh, I think an objectivist can learn a ton from him. And I think you can learn more than just economics from him. I think Mises writing about classical liberalism is really good. Um, I really like his book called Liberalism in the Classical Tradition. And I also particularly liked um, the anti-capitalistic mentality, where he talks about the psychology of why people dislike capitalism. Those two are shorter books, so they're they're easier to read. Um, they're not as dense with like a bunch of economics, but I liked them. I think they're good. Also, some, I remember, I forgot what the issue was, but there was some sort of criticism of Mises, and Rand said, leave him alone, he's done enough which is not what she says about other people. You know, with Hayek, she says, he's poison. With Mises, it's leave him alone, he's done enough. Like, she really, really liked him, and I completely agree with her. And I would be interested to talk to an objectivist who sees it quite differently and is, like, anti-Mises or anti-Austrian economics or something. Um, that would be, that'd be interesting to me because I'm not familiar with that. <laughs>